0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.
1: Hey y'all, it's another episode of The Swirl Suite and this week we talk with co-founders of Hispanics & Wine, Maria Calvert and Lydia Richards. So these two met at a PR firm they were working at in New York some years ago. And Maria is from Ecuador, and Lydia is from Panama. They're both Spanish-speaking, they're both women of color, and they decided that they wanted to create something to reach out to their community. So, Hispanics and Wine was born. Listen to their full story here. Cheers. Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy Wine Wednesday. What's up, Glynnis, Tanisha? How y'all doing? What's up? What's happening? (laughs) nothing much D- dc is about to open back up how y'all feel about that look at my face
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um nobody else can see
0: that That's um you know i have missed mixed reservations only because i don't think people have really taken this thing as serious as that as they should have
3: mm-hmm.
0: and um if Public transportation, i.e., WMATA Metro. Yeah. Any indication of the readiness? I don't think we're ready because they can't control the crowds. They can't, you can't stay six feet apart on the subway during rush hour. You can't do it. So I Mm -hmm. think that's my pet peeve about it. So. I know it'll do good for the restaurant. I think I know the restaurant industry and um, other small pop mom and pop businesses downtown really need the city to open back up to survive, but I don't want nobody to die because of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're um, they haven't given us a date at work with my full time job, but they are taking surveys on what we need to return Mm -hmm. so. I don't know what that'll look like. So or, I can't even imagine.
0: Me either. Me either. I know one thing, I'm not getting on that damn subway. So to, <laughs> to, to this thing is way past the regular, oh, oh, that's the flu. Oh, okay. No, mm-mm, I'm not getting on the subway. No. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I got to work that out.
1: Yeah. No, I feel you. Tanisha, how was it in Paris? Has anything changed since the last time we talked with you? Uh, No. We should.
2: <laughs> like nothing. We're still masked up. Um maybe the terraces, so maybe outdoor dining will open on the 19th. Fingers crossed. We are preparing for that. I'm going out in my finest uh linen and sequins because it will be my first time out in forever, so I'm going extra extra fancy.
0: So, um, uh could you explain the linens and sequins to everybody? Oh, just fancy. I'm going super fancy. Oh, okay. I thought you already had your outfit and it had linen and sequins. I just wanted to, you know no. see how that was working girl you know i'm gonna have it on the gram i'm gonna do a whole reel
2: you'll know <laughs> it'll be music in the background it'll be a whole situation um but we're already <laughs> making reservations for places we don't even want to go for real we're ready I wish we I haven't could. been out since what october
1: yay mm.
4: oh wow
2: yeah. and we get to stay out late too our curfew will be pushed back oh, to nine o'clock girl, oh right. dang they still do? doing that curfew thing yeah, still, oh my goodness it's like prom night, it's like prom night. <laughs> yeah with, with, the, with a few Ron- with a few small changes okay with a few small changes <laughs>
4: you, look, you know what happened on prom night tanisha
2: oh that's girl. what i'm saying small changes because- <laughs>
0: us rich of all that really happened you
2: small differences yes. <laughs> but yeah the museums and stuff will be open so a lot of people are excited about that um, and yeah outdoor dining and non-essential retail so uh, like the mall
0: mm. you can go to the mall non-essential, non-essential retail wow hmm. wow well um, I hope it does open back up in Europe so we can get our travel on Leslie yeah
2: Listen, I might not be able to be on the show because I'm going to be out in the streets. <laughs> I'm not going to well, be back home in time. You, you can take it from the street. <laughs> on your phone with you.
4: Mm-hmm. Right, like you the, can be the woman about town
1: on the podcast. <laughs> right. Maybe. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see how
2: it
1: goes. Oh, my goodness. Leslie, how are you? I'm good. Your tour is still going strong?
4: Still going strong if
1: you want to get out the house. Yeah.
0: Join the tour, please. <laughs> I may join one of your tours, Leslie, when I get back from Belize and I'll do my 55th birthday on this side of the ocean. Oh, that would was y'all. a
2: little light flex. I mean, when I, I get wait, back from what? Belize, Let's, maybe I'll have did time she say Belize? She did. Oh, wow. she, tried to, she tried to throw it in. Um, How are you going to say, say we need to believe. get back to
1: traveling and you traveling, you traveling. Let, so there's a big difference. These
0: tell countries us, tell have us. protocols in place that we do not. Oh. They still masking up hand sanitizers wherever you go you know I am at the gas station just got back from Jersey this man all out his car door wide open no mask on the phone touching everything I was like yo dude COVID's still out there what you doing but some of these people are not wearing masks but you go outside this country you can tell the Americans and who are not because mm. they're wearing masks and we're looking at them like why you got on because COVID that's why that's why they got on masks so But it's a small boutique hotel, only 20 guests, 20 rooms, excuse me, 20 rooms. So, yeah, I'm not doing all-inclusive or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not ready for that. And I definitely upgraded. So I only got one person sitting by me, all all
2: over me. Well, we know what Glenn is going to do with that $16,000 she getting later on in the show. (laughs) Okay. We know what's going
0: to happen with that. Okay. <laughs> oh Don't be spending my money. For me. <laughs> no, I
2: think you already spent it. No, <laughs> it's the oh I need to oh,
4: do man. It. Oh, wait, we I want to try Mexico. What part? I want to go, go to Baja, California.
0: You no. want to go on the uh, other side?
4: On the other side, because I just talked to this guy. Oh, um, my God. And, and this is no 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 okay Mm-mm. don't be don't don't be distracted by that part. Um I wanna go to the vineyards and oh. that is a great growing region and resort area. Oh wow in western Me- Mexico. Okay.
0: Do we gotta okay, okay. So okay, we'll have to we have to talk
4: about that in the fall. So that's the good time to go. All right, all right. Cause
0: I thought you was talking about Tulum. I was like well, Mike can do that too. <laughs> oh <God>, to some <laughs> of those eco resorts. Okay. Hey, let me get my mind right.
1: Oh. <laughs> so this is a good time to introduce our special guests. We have Maria and Lydia from Hispanics in Wine. Hi, ladies.
3: Hello. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. So, so excited welcome. to be here.
1: Yeah, you guys are awesome. Please introduce yourselves.
3: Um, Should I start? Okay. So um, hi, my name is Lydia Richards. So I am a co-founder of Hispanics & Wine alongside uh, Maria Culvert, but I'm also uh, the founder of Vino Concierge, which is a personalized wine tasting um, experiences and private events company based in New York City. Um, I also have a day job, which pays most of my bills. (laughs) Um, I work for an importer as a PR manager. And yeah, and overall have been in the industry for about six years. Um, and I'm originally from Panama. So ergo the connection with with Hispanics and white
0: Parking lot Panama is on the list. You
3: know. Oh, I mean, always happy to give you referrals, <laughs> yes. recommendations, it's one of my favorite places. Obviously haven't been able to see it for a long time, but soon, soon.
5: That was a really nice introduction, Lydia. I love it. Um, so this is Maria Calvert, also a co-founder of Hispanics in Wine. Um, I'm from Ecuador, South America, uh, but I grew up in New York City and a current resident of Washington DC. And outside of Hispanics in Wine, I am a public relations consultant and work with small and large wine brands in doing their integrated communication programs um, here in the US and internationally catering the US market. Um, and I'm very excited to talk with you, ladies. Oh, cool.
2: Wait, I just figured this out. Lydia, you're the Vino concierge that works with Kristen and Crush. Oh, yes,
3: that's
4: me. Yes. Small world,
3: small but yes, world. small world. But yes, I do the Crush Global virtual experiences with her. We've done a few over the past couple of we- months. And it's sort of, you know, obviously I'm, I'm Latina, but also I'm a Black woman. So kind of going in through that, making sure that we're catering to the African-American um consumer and you know kind of you know communicating wine as it should be fun exciting um and not this like over the top thing that or snobby thing that people think thinks that it is you know Mm -hmm. okay well girl good to
2: meet you i
1: mean you too maria not not, (laughs) no oh
2: my god
1: oh my god
5: (laughs) (laughs) so how did y'all meet so Lydia and I, um, because of our professional background that we work in PR, we, uh, we both met a, a PR agency in New York City, um, Colangelo and Partners. We both uh, spearheaded integrated communication programs for these brands. And Lydia has been in the industry for six years. I came into the industry two years ago. Um, I come from a finance background. And when I came to wine and I started the agency, Lydia and I met and we're like, "Oh my gosh, we're two Latinas. We both speak Spanish. This is amazing. We can speak Spanish at our job." Um, oh yeah.
3: I it took and- a while for her to warm up to me, by the way. I just have to say that. <laughs> Cuz I came in hat with my Spanish. I'm like, "Hey." And she's like, uh, "I don't know her." <laughs>
5: Well, I come from a corporate background in finance. It's like very stiff and very like corporate world and, you know, hello and this and that. And Lydia comes in in the agency being
3: like, girl, let's be best friends. Let's go drink wine. I was like, oh, okay." It was It just it kind of tells you a little bit about the lack of diversity Um, that that I'm just going to leave right there.
1: (laughs) So what what brought you guys to the point where you wanted to create something um, in this industry? How did Hispanics and wine start?
3: so i think it was sort of going to what maria was saying kind of you know we all met um we're his you know latino women um i'm a black woman and obviously we're going to all these carangela and partners just as a background is one of the largest communications agencies exclusively for wine um and you know with our work doing events doing press trips doing all these amazing things it was it was not hard to point out you know the, there was not that many Black people and not that many Latino people, barely women, to be honest. So I remember it was something that we're, we're constantly chatting about. We would have these meetings with clients. We would invite journalists to to these awesome experiences, but, you know, there was a lack of diversity there. But um, I'd say the idea, and it's something that we had been discussing for a while, but it all really stemmed from, you know, COVID and the impact that it had, you know, looking at it in the sense of our communities, the Latino communities, the black communities and how disproportionately they were being affected um, in terms of losing jobs, losing um, opportunities and so on. So I think, and you know, we were actually, I was actually personally very inspired by Julia and what she had done with black wine professionals. Um, So I think with that kind of being empowered by, by somebody like that um, and then obviously ha- having this discussion with Maria for such a long time, we kind of just decided to pull the plug and say, you know what, we need to do this. We need to, we need to kind of create a community, build a network of people that can, you know, help each other grow and, and you know provide better opportunities for each other.
1: I think that's really cool because I think I was I was reading your Forbes article that just came out. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. <laughs> But um, I was reading how you guys were saying that a lot of um, um, Hispanic folks, I mean, they're the backbone of the wine industry. They're the ones taking care of the grapes, growing the grapes, making the wine. I mean, so yeah, no, you're absolutely right.
3: Yeah. And then, you know, kind of reflecting our diaspora, because us, as Latinos, we're always kind of put in one box. Oh, you speak Spanish, you know, that's mm-hmm. really not the case. There's Black Latinos, there's Asian Latinos, there's a whole world, different cultures, different countries involved into one. So it's, it's almost that, you know, connecting each other as we do culturally, but, and through a language, but, you know, just making sure that we're highlighting the different diasporas and the different di- diversity of it all.
1: So talk about um, Hispanics in Wine. What are some of the um, initiatives that you guys
3: lead? Maria, I can l- let you speak, sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, and
5: yeah, and just to the point there, um, you know, with Hispanics in Wine and the pandemic, Hitting hard the minority groups. Um, One of the reasons why we started Hispanics in Wine was also to provide Spanish language content. And so that comes into our initiatives. Uh, You know, we do the spotlight series, which we interview different trade professionals and wine professionals um, in Spanish and English to talk about their journey in the wine industry, to tell us how they got their work. Have the education, the training, so that way we can also share this valuable insight with our audience and folks who are trying to navigate the space, trying to reach, you know, a soundlier, or if you're trying to be a PR communication professional, um, and also to become sort of like mentors to these folks. And anyone like myself or like Lydia who came from a different industry, when you come to this industry, you don't really know the ins and outs and the ropes, and that's why we're here to help those who have an interest in coming to this side of the world. So I think that's really important for us. And one of our core initiatives is the spotlight series. And then um, also our website, we launched our website in March and it's supposed to be a centralized digital space to provide all these resources, both in English and Spanish. uh, For those who are looking for information on scholarships, job placements, um, mentorship, and also we provide A summary of all um, nonprofit organizations that are providing scholarships as well, and kind of like resources for them that are catering to our Hispanic and Latinx community. Because uh, one thing that we noticed last year, and another reason why we started Hispanics in Wine, was because um, in Napa Valley, you know, you spoke about the the, the vineyard stewards being the backbone of the industry, you know, any agricultural um, worker if it wasn't for them we wouldn't have our salads we wouldn't have our our vegetables we wouldn't have our wine and so last year Napa um, in California with the fires um, they were highly impacted and you know in in times of emergency there's all this help but it's all in English and a lot of these folks did not have that help because they didn't know how to speak English or read English and you know, how can you help this group of individuals who are core to our industry, but you can't cater to them and help them in times of crisis? So, uh, you know, we we spoke to a lot of people in California who are doing a lot of great things in helping the communication in Spanish, but um, with our website, we want to make sure that we're also amplifying and helping in that sense as well. So I think there's a lot of components in terms of our initiatives and Down the line, we also wanna do some DEI training in terms of brands, because another aspect is targeting the Hispanic consumer in the U.S. uh, and so also helping brands understand that consumer basis um, and culturally and how to market properly. Wow.
0: I think this is a great idea. Um, You know, it's interesting you mentioned talking about the, as you say, the stewards of the fruit that m- makes our jobs and our passion able to be fulfilled. Um, there are when you talk about how they were impacted by the fires, I don't think that really came across in this ind- industry. As blatantly, as, it, uh, it should have come across a lot stronger than it did, because you almost have an environmental justice issue where this is concerned, because um, dealing with you know if there's a contaminated water issue the environmental justice groups they jump on it heads first. We got to get it in this language or, you know, we got to make sure it's getting to these individual via this a mechanism, you know, the mechanisms to get the documentation to them. And then what, as you said, to get it to them in a language that they can actually read, do they have, do they have access to websites and computers and things of that nature so is it still being put in the newspaper, you know, things of that nature. So um, to me that resonated it's also an environmental justice issue because you know you have to really think that if they don't get if they don't cultivate the creams we don't get the wine they don't pick the fruit we don't get that produce and so on and we got to make sure you know that all individuals from the people the stewards all the way to the marketers all the way to the consumers understand what's happening and what's available to them so
5: A hundred percent. And like, and to your point on that, um, you know, we, we spoke and interviewed this wonderful girl, uh, Gabriela Fernandez, who's based in California. And uh, she and I had a very similar um, childhood experience where, you know, I grew up in New York city since I was four years old, but my parents came into the country, not knowing English, and they had to learn it, you know, through their jobs and, you know, through just people. And uh, she has family who works at the vineyards and uh, she, during the Napa fire, she's like, uh, there's no content in Spanish and she had to be the one translating from English to Spanish to her family being like, this is the emergency, this is the organizations we can reach out to for resources. And she realized, wait, it's not just my parents, not just my family, there's like this whole community. And so she started kind of spearheading word of mouth, like tell your friends this and that. And, you know, I feel very personally touched by that because I had to do a lot of translations since I was a little kid for my parents. And so, you know, she's one example of how she took initiative and started a radio um, segment because also you have to think that a lot of these folks may not have the technology to reach online resources like a cell phone or a smart cell phone, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe it's just like a flip phone
3: because they
5: they don't use that technology. And so she took the initiative to go on the radio and just do a segment in Spanish because she's like, you know, maybe they have a radio, they have a car and they're listening and maybe one person might listen to this, but at least I helped one person. So the fact that a lot of um, people are doing that on their own is pretty amazing that they're taking the initiative, but uh, we're trying to work with all these different individuals and organizations that are trying to do something, but trying to do something collectively, because again, um, just in many cultures, Hispanics and Latinx folks, we we base ourselves as a community focused um. A group of folks, and like we work together in community. Like your success is my success. I can help you. Let me see how we can help each other. So, really important for us. That's
0: right. It's ideal. That's really ideal.
1: Yeah. What's um? I know people ask us this all the time. What can we do to help y'all? You know, what can we do? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <violin on> <laughs> how can i support you
3: oh we uh, and you know what we will, take it. we will take it because the other way around is you know we we don't want that so we we appreciate as much help i think at this point um it's really about building that network of professionals and getting mm-hmm. the, that word out we have amazing contacts in the northeast and in oregon and california but you know the the larger com- the larger a community that we built the better and you know the diverse that community is in terms of, you know, yeah, culturally speaking, but we're also talking about the different kinds of jobs um, that are offered within the wine industry. It's just giving visibility and it's just helping us achieve all the bigger things, like things that we can bring up to the executive level, you know, because that's sort of where, where the real change is going to happen, you know, And, and that's something that we kind of are leaning towards. So, so we're just, you know, trying to make a, trying to make some noise in a good way, in a positive way.
1: Yeah, yeah. However, we can help whatever you need us yeah, our help with. We're we're in because this is this is awesome. Thank
3: you so much. Yeah. Um. What is everybody drinking? Oh, okay. So I'm very excited about my. It's a Patagonian Pinot Noir. So I've been. I love Pinot Noir in general, but I think Argentina in, in Patagonia they're making crazy, crazy good Pinot Noir. It's like very light, but also very fruity. Super high elevation. Um. It's it's fire. So highly recommend that's, that's me.
4: <laughs> I have a, um, I have a Malbec from Argentina. I think it's latte. I'm not sure. L-O-T-E? Uh-huh. 44. Yeah. Lotte. lote. Lotte. lote L-Lote. Yeah, L-Lote 44. <laughs> gorgeous. Very, very yummy. Delicious.
0: Where is it from, Leslie? I'm sorry. It's from Argentina. It's Argentine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I didn't follow the rules because I just got off the road from New Jersey. So I grabbed the first thing out of my wine fridge. <laughs> yeah, so this is very non-Hispanic. Go figure. Um, <laughs> Leslie, I'm drinking Stag's Leap Shard. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I just pulled A it right classic. out. Of, out A like classic. A yeah. classic. Hey,
3: we love it. We love it. We'll take it.
0: <laughs> Maria marie what's it maria what's in your glass because i see it looks like a cocktail
5: i decided on the cocktail route today i felt a little adventurous for tuesday um i'm actually having a mango mezcal tequila margarita with tahini ring oh that sounds so good
0: let me go put my
5: little stuff
0: up. Yum, um, I, I usually
5: drink wine like almost every day but today I was like Lydia I'm feeling a little mm-hmm. you know creative my- and <laughs> my husband um he's a very good cocktail maker mm-hmm. I tell him that he must have been like a bartender in his past life so he's been experimenting with mescal and uh, tequila mm-hmm. cocktails so oh
0: it sounds mm-hmm. delicious it mm-hmm. really does
5: they approve <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, I'm actually drinking Italian. I didn't have anything. I should have ran to Grancata. They're not very far, but I'm there every Friday, and most of my wine from there is gone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I'm obsessed
5: with Granca. Oh, I worked man. at
3: Granata for a hot second. Last Did you year really?
5: And, and we're good friends with Julio and Pedro.
3: Yeah. And yeah, team. yeah, no. yeah we love that me. Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: yeah. We love those guys. Um, so I am drinking an Italian red. It's Corvina Sangiovese um malinara malinara i don't know how to say that last word
3: but... malinara you said you yeah. it perfectly gotcha
1: so this is um yeah it's very good um, yeah, it know. makes me want pizza <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh it's a beautiful wine beautiful beautiful wine
0: yes indeed um tanisha what you drinking over there besides water not girl
2: oh, the usual water. water oh you're not <laughs> asleep amen Oh you thought you would hear me snoring? You thought
3: yeah. no? no, I'm yeah. up. <laughs> I'm up. I'm in my pajamas, but I'm up. <laughs> T- Tanisha, you're in Paris, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I lived there for a little while. I love right before coming to the US. I really loved Paris. What made you come back here? Well, mostly <laughs> like I, I couldn't live I, I know, I couldn't live in, in Paris unfortunately because I, I had my American um it like oh, um, gotcha. green card. So they mm-hmm. they had to kick me out, okay. sadly. But it's honestly, it's one of the reasons why I fell in love with wine so much—the culture mm. and like how it's so ingrained with everything. Yeah, so, very Crazy. very excited for you, Tanisha. Happy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Where
2: where in Paris do you live? I'm in the 10th near the Canal Saint Martin. Let me stop saying that on live. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Maybe no.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're like, who the love? La?
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, guys, this part of our show, we're just going to uh, ask you some random, random, not so rapid questions. Um, so, to tell you the backstory on our money question... From I don't know this started like some months ago I would ask um, if you had a thousand dollars what would you do with it then we went up to two thousand so now we're up to sixteen thousand dollars so that is the first question if you had sixteen thousand dollars what would you do with it
3: my impulse will be like spend it on something ridiculous but I think (laughs) this year has taught me or in general I want to build wealth I don't want to just so I part big chunk of that ten thousand is going to go to the stock market. I'm just going to buy a bunch of stocks that make sense and do that. And maybe maybe the rest of it I'll blow it on a trip somewhere, <laughs> anywhere at this point. <laughs>
5: Maria, what about you? That's a smart answer, Lydia. So so good with the money there. Um, mm-hmm. Coming from my financial background, I would do the same. Uh, diversify my portfolio of investments. Um, Maybe tap into some real estate, maybe a little bit if I can, um, but whatever's remaining, I would travel because I have a trouble bug since college. And if I can go anywhere, I would go to South um, South Africa for like a legit like safari trip, like luxury safari trip. I yeah, South
2: Africa is like top of my bucket list. So
5: yes,
3: fingers crossed. I get there. eventually. Same girl. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> <We're all> coming. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful. We happen in somebody's luggage.
0: I think I would do um Belize oh that's oh, already yeah, done yeah. that's paid for a baby <laughs> uh, I think I would do some um home renovation I want to redo my bathroom and my deck that mm-hmm. I, I know that's where I would put it mm-hmm. well some of it because to redo that bathroom is going to be more than 16 but at least I'd get deck done and start on the bathroom so And by the time we get to a couple more podcasts, I'll have enough to do the rest of the house.
1: Leslie, what you
4: doing? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe I take the summer off. Mm. Yeah. Bum around and
2: Mm. enjoy myself for the summer. That will last you maybe two weeks and then you'd be like, I'm bored. I'm going back to work. (laughs) You can't sit still, Leslie.
4: You'd be like, oh I I would you know what? I'd like to try.
1: Okay. At least have the option. Yeah, that's fair. Right? Mm-hmm. What about you, Serena? Me? You know, I probably need a couple more thousand for this, but let's just say. Um, I would like a, a small boat. I don't need like a big yacht, but a small boat. Um, I, I've, I've always been obsessed with water. Um, oh, wait. So I would learn how to drive a boat. Perhaps that would be the first thing. So I don't know how much that costs. Step one. Step one. Boatless. Yes. The, <laughs> the lessons aren't expensive. A captain. Yeah. A captain's mm-hmm. license. Is that
2: what it Any is? Any kind of licensing you need? Okay. Yeah. 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 So maybe next the, week we could get the boat
0: but yeah.
2: first. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. All I could hear is the theme song for Gilligan's Island. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I heard love boat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I- he said small boat. Small boat. Well you
4: know what? Even even a small boat, I mean the boat purchase itself is not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's the gas. You know, to take it out, it's like a thousand dollars to take it out.
2: Yeah, and maintenance in general general. and docking Mm -hmm. fees and all of that like trying to hold it but i mean listen we got more episodes so the money just gonna
1: keep going up you're right right. you're
0: right just sit right back in
1: your hair (laughs) because i I have to admit um of course i would use it um for my leisure but i would also use it as another like side business because there are only two black boaters in business in dc that i know of wow very small market (laughs) yeah are, are you talking yachts are you
4: you're talking no yachting?
1: no just like a little I don't know just a small boat like that fits like barely eight people a small boat that's uh, not a yacht right that's not a yacht
3: no yeah no small. it'd be like a catamaran right a catamaran is that how you call those the, the I, ones that you catamaran I think it's one of them where you can like do like the drinking trips or maybe sure. I'll just be maybe I'll just be a guest <laughs> <laughs> you- <Make> <laughs> <too
2: old? laughs>
5: i'm just drinking the boat personally but <laughs> we'll bring the wine yeah
1: <laughs> so that- now i gotta do boat research but yeah that was, that's my answer <laughs> and you actually be- gonna
2: do boat research too What i play i would game. i
1: would it'd be a little like that's a little yeah. side hustle yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yeah
2: yep you could, you could
4: keep it i don't know if they still have that marina over there but um what in southwest yeah, Buzzard's Point, you know, that was the one mm-hmm. that was the historically black one
2: mm, mm. Yes.
4: until they started building the stadium and everything yeah. over there. Yeah. That was that was the one over there.
1: But it's the it's I don't know what it's called, but it's still over there cuz I had a it for my my 40th birthday and it was um that's where we left. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, next way. Did everybody go? Tanisha, did you give your answer?
2: I was hoping you were skipping over that. No. Okay. Um no. I oh, should just yeah. like, yep, yeah, gave it. Next question. <laughs> um, okay, so I already got Botox. I've already been on a trip. I've already bought camera equipment. What's left? A new wardrobe? Um, okay, you a didn't mention that yet. Wardrobe. Wardrobe. Um, yeah, probably a wardrobe. Some some new heels i'm saying some new heels uh some heels to actually walk around the city <laughs> in. no to get to walk to the uber to get in to get somewhere uh-huh. <laughs> and then like an extra extra fancy dinner for when they open back up so like a seven beach line star restaurant wow mm. um, yeah. yeah so we're going over the top over the top and that's yeah. probably all my money that and a pair of shoes that's it okay. <laughs> that's
1: fair
3: i changed my statement i'm buying a ticket <laughs> <laughs> and going to Tanisha. <laughs> and then just- <laughs> 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 we'll be here. Come on to me there. Because
2: none of my friends here. They'd be like, we can me, share bro. I, uh-uh. I,
3: I can share my, my bounty and then we can just make it a bigger thing. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: There you go. I love that.
0: By that time, Sabrina have had her boat and
1: this boat. There you over. go. To becoming- I'll, I'll go with sarita <laughs> yeah. yeah you
3: can go now with we talking listen that catamaran
2: can make it over here okay no you know i'm gonna
3: wait i'm gonna wait after sarita's lessons so <laughs> right
2: <laughs> i don't know about lessons and license okay right right have <laughs> <laughs> got no license <laughs> oh,
1: that's hilarious she just had uh, two
2: paddles just pushing her way
1: trying oh, to get oh my right back that's funny I don't see that. Anymore. okay <laughs> All right. So next question: Name your summer comfort food.
3: Oh, easy for me, ceviche. Oh, that was my answer. Oh, yeah. sorry. Same thing. Just like fish, Likewise. like yeah, fish, citrus. It's just fresh and beautiful and mm-hmm. gorgeous. Any kind of ceviche, maybe. Yeah. Same. I'm gonna have to go mm-hmm.
5: with ceviche is probably my numbered one, but my hot second would be a paella, a seafood oh, paella.
1: Yeah. Oh, gosh. Ooh. Yum. Yeah. That sounds so good.
0: That sounds delicious.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I'm going
0: to be real bad. Black watermelon.
1: Oh, that's oh. what I was going to say. <laughs> Yum. Okay.
4: I was going to, I like for, for I Mother's made, day, for the, all day, I, I made a watermelon salad. Ooh. Watermelon and mint salad. Oh, yeah.
1: oh my God. So oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Watermelon. We just made a, mm-hmm. a
5: watermelon margarita for my mother in law. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> we ate the fruit and we drank the juice. Yeah. y'all really like are it. y'all
2: really are going hard with tequila I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can get a bad rap I love Cinco de mayo hard, huh? Yeah, <laughs> <but
3: more. laughs>
2: this is so simple at first I was thinking a popsicle but I'm like is that really food but like for me yes it's comforting um,
1: yeah maybe corn I really like Ooh, grilled corn on that's the a cob. good one Ooh. that's a really good one
2: and if you give me that Mexican corn, then even yeah. better.
1: Yep. But
2: yeah, I'm going to say corn. Yeah, because that's actually food. Mm-hmm. Okay, corn.
1: <laughs> that's that's <awesome>. actually food. <laughs> right, because a
2: popsicle, like, is that really food? But it's comforting to me.
1: Right. Yeah. Because
2: we don't have air conditioning, so comforting. Mm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Popsicles Fair. are just delicious.
1: Yeah. Very
2: Especially much.
1: when there's vodka yeah. in them, but,
2: you know.
1: It's- <laughs> <laughs> All right, what was the last cocktail you drank? Well, Maria, we already know what she drank, a child. Okay.
3: <laughs> I can already
2: get one this. in there. But Maria <laughs> just looked to the left, like, "Oh, it's right
5: here." <laughs> Maria got this. I think the last one I had was, oh, I know, it was a mezcal with piña, pineapple with jalapeno, mm. so it's sweet and spicy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, did your husband make that one?
2: Yep. Mm.
5: <laughs> hmm. it might
4: did have you might have to have your, how your how husband it? on the show. <laughs> Look, he right? sounds so, that sounds so fancy.
1: <laughs> you know how on um, some old TV shows where um, people used to get dressed up in their house to just lounge around their house and have cocktail hour. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what
5: they do, right? I feel like the Mad Men version of it, but yeah. let's mix in some cocktails with like good wine. So I'm the wine mm-hmm. person, and he's the cocktail dude. Awesome
2: wow That's that sounds nice. like podcast in and of
3: itself I like it it. Does. exactly yeah yeah uh so last week i was in santa barbara it was my first time and it was awesome i went to this spanish restaurant and they had a saffron gin and tonic Ooh. that was so good to dive. I, wow. gorgeous i've never had a drink like that so that was my last cocktail for sure Oh mm.
2: man, now I had to figure out how to make a saffron janitor. Me I know, too. I, I have no, I
3: have saffron, but I wouldn't know what to do with it. You're right. Mm. I I oh.
5: it.
3: Yeah, now a little goes a long way, I, I imagine. Yeah. Like, I to, yeah. yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Mm. Yeah. But it was amazing, refreshing, delicious.
1: Hmm. You
0: know, my silly if I'm thinking saffron rice, I was like, Cool, well,
3: <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah. Right,
0: just mold it up
2: in the bottom. Just mold it <laughs> in the bottom. <laughs> Like it. it was like a simple
0: syrup. They just That's did that. It, you know, that okay. I know what it is. Oh, go, I, go ahead. Just, I, I can't I even
2: something.
4: remember the last time I had a cocktail. I think I just really had
5: it. I had a margarita mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I can't remember. Oh, um, I know. I, I couldn't think of the name or the brand of the tequila, but it was a jalapeno tequila, believe it or not. And ooh. I made like a Mexican mule. Ooh, oh, look at Can you, you! See, ooh, yeah,
1: Hello. jalapeno. I see
0: that bottle's empty. That's what I see Yeah, mm-hmm. Because, hold on, I you know what? Just show and tell. Oh, <laughs> was
1: Are she you infusing sure
0: it? Because
2: stop making Serena make... edit so
1: much. Ooh, oh, when you I'm made making... a whole picture.
0: <laughs> because I made... Wait, when I make it right, I made this for a friend at her fiftieth birthday brunch and i don't drink cocktails that often but i ain't letting it go to waste but with tequila <laughs> I let, so it's to te- it's that tequila are these limes in the bottle? yes ginger beer oh wow mm. and it's like a mexican mule It's so
5: good oh that, I'm sounds, that sounds good
0: oh my, God. my husband now and then you know i added a let um leslie you know what i added what?
1: Grandma. You grandma grandma Yay?
2: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Grandma yeah.
0: That grandma.
2: would be the other piece. Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's the secret ingredient. That's,
0: you so know, secret, secret you ingredient. always got to add that. You always got to, it gives it that, it just takes the drink over the top.
1: Mm-hmm. Just,
0: instead of using control, mm-hmm. you just use Grandma Yang. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just had that on Friday. Okay. And you still got a little bit
2: left. so you know, oh, ahead,
0: This has been in here since February. Mm. Oh, geez. But, but it, you just it, it? it, and it's just mellowing, and it's tasting better. Oh god!
1: Mm.
0: Oh god! It's good. I might just pour a little bit in this after I finish this last little mm. elixir in this from this, mm. this glass. elixir, girl. Bless
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the last cocktail I had was Cinco de Mayo, and um, I made a margarita, but um, I was gonna use like a like frozen strawberries, but. I instead of using that I used blueberries Mm -hmm. and no I did use strawberries but I added blueberries and it took it to the next level level. and it came out it was like a spike smoothie Um, and it was and it was because it was frozen it came out frozen the pictures on my Instagram but um it was so pretty and um it was really good it was really good
0: sounds yummy sounds good
1: yeah it does all right what is your favorite it was heart-healthy, right mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your favorite rice dish
3: oh, rice mm. i i love rice any kind of rice that's me <laughs> me too, um, <laughs> me too. Uh, arroz con pollo so like that's a latino thing like um, i guess chicken and rice or oh, paella okay. i guess we are going back to paella, paella. hell yeah paella. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah oh jambalaya oh yeah coconut
3: jambalaya. rice with like something mm. oh, anything. Yeah. Rice mm-hmm. and like anything mm-hmm.
0: yeah ice and peas
3: oh perfect mm. yeah <laughs> my caribbean soul is like oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> leslie i thought you were going to say boudin
4: oh oh well see i don't consider that a rice dish it's I, well i guess it's not
1: i don't know what I mean, you would is, call that
4: it's like it is a rice dressing that is put in there so it is yeah. a rice dressing mm. um, yeah then but i do love in
0: refrigerator in new orleans stop it
4: i love <laughs> boudin Get <Thank> you gwyneth <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes i love you too <laughs> <laughs> then,
4: you know what my other my other favorite one is my ghetto fried rice that I make at home what is your ghetto fried rice so it's basically whatever leftover Chinese food rice I have left the white mm-hmm. rice yeah and, and then um you know if I have some sausage and um and onions and um I'll mix that up and throw an egg in there and some rice and some soy mm-hmm. sauce Oh,
1: that's like that not
4: bomb yeah, that's my ghetto
0: fried rice. Oh, that, that
1: sounds sound, good, yeah, that don't sound ghetto at all. That, that
0: sounds, sounds really, really
1: good. yeah, that sounds really good. I love
0: sticky rice. I love yeah. anything. Else. Yeah, so, wait, Thai makes make their rice. Oh gosh,
1: mm-hmm.
5: like mango sticky rice in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looks mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. so good. I also like um, I make this like homemade cilantro, ginger and garlic with yeah. jasmine rice. Yeah, and that goes. That's really jasmine. good. Gosh, I
1: I really like, um, I make these like, um, they're like rice cakes. I like Leslie, I have leftover rice from Chinese food, like that white rice. So um, I put it in a bowl and add an egg, some seasoning and a little bit of flour. And I make it into a patty and you just sear it in a cast iron pan. And like I eat it for breakfast with eggs and bacon. Oh, wow. Um,
3: so it's really good. good. That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, it's yeah. like crunchy. Yeah. It's really good. It yeah, looks mm-hmm. good.
1: She
2: posted videos in her stores before, and I've been like, dang, that looks good. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty good.
2: Um, <laughs> dang, that looks delicious. <laughs> yeah.
0: I wish I loved My- to cook like that. I just wish I had a friend invite me over. I'd eat it.
3: My my favorite part of a rice dish is like the bottom that is like mm-hmm. that well in yeah. Panama we call it concolon I don't know how yeah name I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, good. good yeah love that oh so
0: good mm-hmm. it's the crunchy part yes yep. yeah yep yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have some Dominican friends who are like save it
3: save it See, exactly <laughs> 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 I'll scrape that on my own I'm yep. just eating it yeah. <laughs>
5: That's like the fun memory I have with my mom cooking rice is like leaving the bottom and scraping it off with a spoon. Mm -hmm. Yes. So,
0: um, oh, can I ask a question, Madam um, Director and Programmer?
1: Oh oh my gosh, of course you can. (laughs) Stop it.
0: Um. So, with your ladies, with your um company, have has any of the like South American wineries reached out to you all? to partnership because you know they have a little money down there they could be helping out trying to get the word out up here and, and helping you all so if they're listening Las Vasco's what else There's quite a few so I, I guess that I guess that would be just my question have you all reached out to them so partnerships whatever
3: well, I think so funny enough so my the importer that I work with, Tau Family Selections, Los Vascos, is one of the their the biggest clients. So it's it's funny. But um, we have we've had some outreach, I mean, from South America, from Spain. I think we're right now at a point that we want to focus on on the Latino professionals in the US. But that being said, obviously, we have so many initiatives that we're currently working on where these partnerships will take place, and we're also thinking about working with associations. Wines um, of Chile, like, you know, the bigger ones that will help promote the entire country as a region. Oh, okay. um, so I, it's on the works by Maria, feel free to add anything that, that you, that you no, like I think that covers it just. Okay. Uh, Building a gift
5: foundation so we can reach the point where we're working with them and um, helping them reach the consumer base here in the U.S., but also helping them build also like materials that speak um, to different audiences, because there's a lot that comes with like a label and technical sheets when you work in the trade side of things, and it could be in different languages as well.
3: Mm, Excellent. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think something that we have not realized is just so many opportunities. I mean, everybody just asked, tell us, if, where, where is this Latinos working in the industry or, or you know, American people interested? They've never seen an, an association like ours. So I think there's just so many different ways in which we can contribute. And, and you know, we're, we're getting there, our small team growing and, and kind of getting there. But I think there's a lot of opportunities we haven't even untapped yet.
1: So this is our last question. It's just for Maria and Lydia. Um, name a song and a bottle that you would celebrate on your next Hispanics and Wine birthday.
3: Okay, I think I want to ball out and I think I want to <laughs> do a uh, Salos, like a really fancy champagne. Um, I will. Let's say we we can afford that. <laughs> then um, we're going to ball out Salos, 500 dollars, and I think I'm feeling Cardi. I don't know. I'm feeling like really? so Cardi's mm-hmm. gonna be my girl. It's not bad money, but I think Cardi's my girl. Okay, up, up. yeah,
1: that's a good one.
3: That's we're all we're going up, and that's it. I love it.
5: Uh, for me, it would be um, for the wine. I've been really deep diving into Chilean wine, mm. and so. There's a lot of producers uh, who do Bordeaux blends, like high quality, high level b- Bordeaux mm-hmm. blends. Um, and there's one producer named uh, Vigna Vic that have a Bordeaux blend um, it's like over $150 a bottle. Mm. And they are also known to be one of the. Um, renowned uh, vineyards in South America they have a hospitality estate and it's beautiful so for me that's like a very nice bottle that I've been wanting to try for a very long time. And as for the song I've been nonstop watching the new Selena on Netflix mm-hmm. show so I'm gonna go for a Selena song here and I'm gonna go for Beatty betty Bam bam because it's mm-hmm. like the heartbeat so I feel like it's like the heartbeat of the Burdo like red wine. <laughs>
1: how creative that's awesome. love that yeah that was great
3: well girls this was so fun
1: thank you so much for joining
3: us thank you so much for having us you guys yes. are amazing one day thank we can so go much. on your boat
1: um, exactly
3: <laughs> exactly there. To Europe. Yay! Yeah. Or, we can, or we can fly to paris yes. <laughs> and ball yeah. out with chanita over there
5: yeah <laughs> i think you know thank you so much for having us on this and obviously having this conversation with you guys and meeting some of you yeah re-catching catching up with sarita and uh it's been such a pleasure and i love this so much i love this so thank you
1: before you go please tell everybody where they can follow hispanics online wine and where
3: they can follow you guys yes um, so lydia Go for the following. I, I just can't stop chatting. Um, so yeah, they, you can follow us Insta- on Instagram at Hispanics and Wine or our website, www.Hispanicsandwine.com. Or um, personally, you can follow us. Our personal um, Instagrams, Maria R. Calvert or mine, Vino Concierge. So looking forward to chatting and talking with you guys. And hopefully we can do this one day in person. That's the that's uh, so goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: that'd be great. That would be nice in ecuador and panama
3: <laughs> we welcome you there Open we are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they don't necessarily got to be in the u.s so mm-hmm. they, exactly. <laughs>
5: exactly and yeah. i must suggest to tune in on the spotlight series on instagram because they're really great um interviews and we have some dc folks on there too oh nice mm-hmm. well thank you thank you cool um ladies
1: any announcements leslie tanisha glenis
0: just that I'm going to stay on land so somebody will be able to call whoever. Can y'all get on your boat? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, I'm sorry.
2: Brenna's going to see the smoke coming up and she's going to yeah, call help. there
0: okay. There's got to be somebody. No, okay. okay. No, I know nothing. no, nothing. Just mm-hmm. got a good Mother's Day in jersey and just got back, so no, chilling.
1: Oh, yes. And happy Mother's Day to the moms. I don't know if you guys are moms, but happy Mother's Day. Happy no. Mother's Day. Okay. All right. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, a cat. Happy you know Mother's Day. Like oh, yeah. Yeah. None of us are mothers either. I got, I either. got a plan. That's what we're doing. Well, Leslie, you're a mom. Yeah.
4: Yes, indeed. But he's, uh-huh. a, he's, a, he's a man child. So that doesn't count. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, man. We have the wine concierge. We have our first in-person tasting this weekend.
1: Oh wow! In
4: Southwest DC, we're we are um, pouring from our spring collection. So
1: very nice. Oh nice!
4: Really good. What's the what's the location?
0: Location, all that good stuff.
4: It's uh, hold on, I'll tell you in just a second. It is Southwest. It's right on the waterfront, Waterside Towers complex. Oh, nice. In Southwest, and it is on. 907 6th Street Southwest Washington D.C. Oh so now we can all show up. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, okay. yes. That'll be great. We
5: will I be may swing by with my, my, my husband there and say hello. Have some <laughs> Here wine. <you> go.
1: <laughs> well ladies that wraps up the show. Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. That was all great. Right. I love that it
1: don't forget to follow all of us at Suite on instagram or us individually i sarita and buy me up tanisha at girl meets glass glennis at vino noir and leslie at vino 301 cheers